Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 20 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one that remembers how important being independent and free really is. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello to you, beautiful listeners. (laughs) How are you? I am doing so well. Thank you very much. And I want to give a quick thank you to you for being here. I am celebrating over a thousand downloads since beginning this journey a couple of months ago. And I'm so glad you're here with me. And I truly appreciate you sharing this podcast with the women in your life. So for those of you who are listening in the United States, I hope you had a wonderful long 4th of July weekend and you got to do some fun things. I always love a picnic. There's nothing more summer than a picnic, right? And I had one wasn't exactly how I planned it. My hubby and I had a picnic in our living room (laughs) because the day we had a plan, the weather wasn't really cooperating, but you know what? It was fun all the same. And then we took my dad, my 91-year-old dad, to a concert and a fireworks display that was absolutely picture perfect. Cool breeze, clear sky, and amazing seats atop a hill where we oohed and odd and an incredible display. It was so fun. It really brings me back to being a kid, watching fireworks on a blanket in my jammies and marveling at how each burst seemed more colorful than the last. And in times like these, I'm really grateful for those little things that bring me joy. How about you? This holiday is all about independence and freedom. And stories surface about people who've made the ultimate sacrifice to ensure our freedom or those who lived to tell their own stories. And I am so drawn to those stories because I think our country has really lost touch with the human factor of defending those freedoms around the world. And we can turn on our TVs now and you know look at our phones or whatever app, our watches, whatever it is, and we can, quote unquote, watch the war for a few minutes. And then just change the channel when we've had enough. It desensitizes us so much. We've forgot the hundreds of thousands of men and women who have lost their lives over the course of our 246 years as a nation. And we take our freedom for granted and assume it will always exist. And I think that is super dangerous. So I thought this was the perfect time to talk about independence and freedom so that That's going to be the theme for the month of July, independence and freedom, but not necessarily in a political sense, okay? We'll talk about the independence that you feel and what that means for you as an individual, as a leader, and as a woman. Now, you know how much I love me some Google, so I asked it 
for the definition of independent. And aside from the political leanings of the word, I found some interesting phrases. So I wanted to share them with you. The first one is capable of thinking or acting for oneself, free from outside control, not depending on another's authority. Now, while this might sound pretty elementary, you know, it's really not if you think about it. I mean, think about all those years you've been told what to think and how to behave. It starts when we're children, right? We are molded by our parents and our grandparents. And then our schools come in and tell us what to think and teach us things. And then our society, of course, throughout the whole time that we're alive is telling us what's important. We are told what is right and what is wrong. And as women, we are told what the right way is to behave if you're a woman and what the wrong way or the unacceptable way is, right? Don't be loud. Don't be bossy. Don't show off or brag. Be thin and sexy at all times. Take care of everyone and make sure they're happy. Rarely do we ever hear, hey, speak your mind, take the lead, celebrate those accomplishments. You are beautiful because you're you. Care for your physical, emotional, and spiritual health first, (laughs) said no one ever, right? Just how different would we be as women if we were taught those things? I'm here to tell you, you are capable of thinking and acting for yourself. But do you believe that in every situation? Probably not. You may look to others at work who you deem maybe have more experience or know more than you, and you defer to them for decisions or ask them what you should do. Start searching around, taking polls, right? Maybe of your team or your colleagues outside your company, looking for, hey, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? I'm going to challenge you to look at you differently. Okay. I want you to make a list of all the situations, the issues, the celebrations, the life experiences where you showed up and handled what was thrown your way. Those times where you weren't sure what to do and you decided and you just did it. Or when you felt pulled in one direction and you just went with it without any proof that it was the right way to go. You've been around for a long time. So that list is going to be long. It should be anyway, right? And here's another piece of the definition, not depending on something else for strength or effectiveness. I found that fascinating. There's physical strength, right? And then there's mental strength. And our society applauds both, but there's all kinds of limitations around it, right? Physical strength looks a certain way thin, sleek, toned muscles for women, bulky ones for men, lifting heavy weights or scaling a mountain. I mean, it's all about looks and endurance. You know, what can you test your body and and, uh, win at, you know? But physical strength is also about resilience. How many cancer survivors are there in this world? My best friend lived with stage four non-smokers lung cancer four years longer than the doctors told her she would. Her tiny body was mighty, and even her heart that had five stents in it, by the way, never gave out. The miracle that is the human body, it is mind-boggling sometimes, isn't it? So trust your body because our bodies are so wise, and they tell us things we need to know. We get a feeling, usually in our stomach, or some people call it our gut. 
that tells us something is amiss or that something is very right. And we go with it without really knowing why. And it works out beautifully. You hear yourself say things like, well, it just felt like the right thing to do. Or I feel out of alignment. I feel like there's something off. Something's just not right here. That is using your gut brain. Did you know your gut had a brain? (laughs) When I found that out, I just had to chuckle. My gut brain, what the hell? But the gut brain consists of bi-directional communication between the central and the enteric nervous system. It links emotional and cognitive centers of the brain with peripheral intestinal functions. The enteric nervous system relies on the same type of neurons and neurotransmitters that are found in the central nervous system. The ENS is made up of two thin layers that contain more than a hundred million nerve cells. And these cells line your gastrointestinal tract. Try saying that three times fast, (laughs) aka your gut, right? Now, there's way more about this than I'm going to go into, but this is about as sciencey as I'm ever going to get. So the rest you're going to have to just look up on the Google because it's way above my pay grade, okay? (laughs) But when talking about independence and freedom, you need to check in with both your brain and your body. We are so often all up in our heads. And we forget that our bodies have enormous amounts of wisdom. So the next time you're faced with a decision or a situation and you don't know what to do, ask yourself some questions. What feels like freedom? What feels like truth? What feels like resistance? And where do I feel that? Ask yourself that after every, where do I feel it? What feels false? And where do I feel that? Where in my body am I feeling this? Begin asking your body what it wants, what it feels. Tap into her and ask her what she wants you to know. Mental strength can also be all about intelligence and strategy, but it can be about resilience and spirit, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be. We've got physical and then we've got mental. So it doesn't have to only be about figuring things out and how smart you are and all of that stuff, right? It's resilience and spirit. We see that more and more. Trust your own brain to have the answer. How many times have you heard about someone who faced insurmountable odds and beat them, right? I love those kinds of stories. They didn't ask for help. They didn't defer to a colleague. They knew to their core that they would prevail. Their belief was unwavering. No matter what was thrown at them, they never gave up right? Think about the women's suffragettes and the right to vote in the U.S. Think about what they went through. What about Stephanie Louise Kowalik, who invented Kevlar at DuPont, right? This revolutionized cars. What about Sherry Chesson, who warned the world that thalidomide, a drug that caused severe birth defects, she lost her job. I mean, she was a children's TV host She was Miss Sherry on the Romper Room show on the East Coast, and she lost her job because, and most of her privacy, because she decided to have an abortion after taking the drug. She did not want to bring a severely deformed child into the world that may or may not survive. And this was pre-Roe v. Wade. Malala Yousafzai, who defied her government and demanded an education. 
there are just too many women to list and they all have one thing in common. They didn't rely on others. They had unwavering belief and determination in their cause, in their passion, and in themselves. They believed hard. So ask yourself, how am I like these women? What do I see in them that I see in myself too? Ponder these questions this week with no filter and see what comes up for you. Really be honest. Independence and freedom, the theme for this month. Think about them and what they mean to you as an individual, as a woman, as a leader. You have brains and intuition, my friend. You have power beyond your wildest imaginings. And if you're ready to use all that and see what it can do, you're going to need support. That's what I do for my clients. And that's what I can do for you. It's time for you to declare your independence from fear and doubt, from perfection and people-pleasing, from waiting around until it's the right time. It's time to free yourself from old beliefs that hold you back and keep you small. I'm ready to partner with you. So let's go, right? The link to schedule a call with me is in the show notes. So until I chat with you and our next podcast, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon. Thank you.